Hey guys, welcome back to As Told by Moms. I am super excited to be back. Thank you so much for everyone who listened to last week's episode. It is actually one of our highest uh, ranked episodes, so thank you for that. We were really happy to be able to come back and do a part two to mental health, and I'm excited to just jump into episode nine today. Um, So today my guest is one of my best friends that I have been friends with for, uh, we always go back and forth about this, I think like 12 years, right? Um, 12 years? Noah was three. That's what I remember. Okay. Yeah. He's going to be 16. So 13 years. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Happy friendship anniversary. (laughs) We made it to the teenage years. (laughs) Um, So this is my best friend, Jamie. I forgot to mention her name. Her name is Jamie Lee. Um, Named after the famous Jamie Lee Curtis, correct? Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, Jamie Lee Ortiz, and she is married, a mama of three, and um, she's a military spouse. So, Jay, tell us a little bit about you, something that you feel like would be a fun fact for people to know, and just a little snippet of, you know, who Jamie is, what you do, all that good stuff. So, I'm from... Well, I was born in Puerto Rico, but raised in Orlando, so I'm always saying I'm from Orlando. Um, okay. A middle child, so that's yes. always fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. I always, when people ask a random, like, fun facts about me, I'm so boring. I'm like, oh, I used to teach ballroom. I mean, that's fun to me. But That's so fun. That's you know. a good fact. And then recently somebody, I was like, that's so boring. Like, I'm tired of saying the same thing. And so I told people, I was like, oh, I met Mario Lopez and John Stamos and, like, when I was uh. younger. Uh, in okay, my you 20s. already know that that's yeah. like probably what I'm most jealous about, Mario Lopez. Such a fan. I know. I'm such a fan. He, like a fine wine that Mario mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know he has, well, I'm sure you do, but he has um, like a, a line of boys clothes for like boys, little boys. I did not know this. Yes. Oh, I wait, I feel like I saw something. I think I sent it to Daniel and he was like, don't send me this crap ever again. <laughs> I can't remember. The, but I the feel like I've seen like, it somewhere. Just don't tell him. He probably won't look at the label anyway. Just tell him. That's exactly. Don't say That's anything. Because exactly it was actually gonna, really nice. Where was it? Uh, where's it at? Do you know? I don't know. Because I've been more focused on his um, Mexican candies. I need to find where they oh. sell those. Because He has the like all candy. the things. He's he has in has everything. He's hosting. Clothing, Mexican candy, tequila, all yeah. the things. He's busy. He, really he doesn't is. have time to rest. He'll rest when he's dead, whatever that phrase mm-hmm. is. That's probably why he has an age, like honestly. Yeah, and I don't really think he's ever had like Botox or anything. I think he's just blessed. Just that. What's, <laughs> what's the phrase? Um, beige don't age. Oh, is that what they say? I was wondering, you know, because yeah. we obviously know, you know, everything else. Black don't I, crack. Yeah, but I don't know if I've never heard anything beige. about. No, beige don't age, baby. The rest of us. Ah, pues mira, there we I'm go. excited for that. Look at our parents. Our parents, like, yeah. they're the same age, same year, same everything. That's right. They do not look their age, no. neither of them. And I love telling people, no, I'm in my late 30s. I'm going to be 37 this year. Mm-hmm. They're like, really? I'm like, I know that I look young, but trust me, internally, I'm super old. <laughs> no, <laughs> my your bones are definitely old. <laughs> <laughs> my, my body's decaying. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but what yeah. do you do for work? But Tell I what you am do a for work. pediatric sleep consultant. So basically, I work alongside the parents, um, helping their babies learn how to sleep, even whether it's like throughout the night, working on naps, or if they need to wean a feeding at night, um, different things like that. And I love it. I started it actually my one year's next month. Oh my so gosh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I've been wanting. Dang. You know me. I've been obsessed with it for like the longest time, and I just kept coming up with reasons why not to do it. Um, and then finally, Javi decided for me <laughs> that it was... Well, that's actually, that's funny because that's a good segue into kind mm-hmm. of what our topic is going to be about, yeah. which is the title of the podcast is What to Do When It's Not Your Turn. Mm-hmm. And I wanted Jamie to talk about this because I do feel like it's super important that as a supporting spouse in your relationship, or it doesn't have to be, it could be the wife is supporting or it can be the husband is supporting, but... One person is trying to either build a career or do something, uh, build a business, and the other one ends up having to play a supporting role. So um, I know that you have, like you just mentioned, you wanted to do sleep consultant for a long time. And because of circumstances and things in your life, you had to kind of play that supporting role. So 
let's kind of talk a little bit about what that looks like for you or what that looked like for you and how long, like you and Javi have been married for how long now? Eight years. Eight years. Mm -hmm. So when you guys got into the marriage, he's in the military. So he was, he got into the military at 18. Yes. Right. Okay. So he's doing this as a career. He wants to retire doing this. He wants to do this like long-term and be able to kind of do the whole thing. So going into the marriage, did you already have an idea of like, I already know this is going to kind of be what I'm going to be dealing with? Or was this something that you kind of figured out like in the first few months or years? What did that look like for you? Well, I don't know if you remember this, but you and me were always joking around how we were just ready to be housewives. Mm-hmm. Like I never had this thing of like, I'm going to need, I need this amazing career to be fulfilled. Like I had always yeah. wanted to be a wife. I always wanted to be a mom. So I already knew, well, I knew going in that I was going to be a stay at home mom. Okay. What I didn't know was that it was going to be taking a couple of years to fulfill that. So okay. like when we were in Hawaii, I had no problems being a stay-at-home. It was Hawaii. I mean, yeah. you get yeah. bored, go 20 minutes down the road and you're at a beach and you're good to go, you know? Yeah. Um, when we moved to Texas for the, the first time, um, it was starting to really bug me because I just, I still wasn't pregnant. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm just being here doing nothing, feeling now, like I'm... Now, this is how many years in? Sorry. This was like three and a half, probably. Okay. Yeah, three and a half okay. years, almost four years in. Um, It was starting to get annoying because he was going away on trainings and he was doing all these things where he wasn't even at home and I was just the one here all the time. Um, yeah. And so it started to kind of bother me a little bit, but I knew that I was also trying to get pregnant and I did not want to start a job to then leave. I just, I couldn't stomach it. That's not how I operate. So I just kind of sucked it up and kept going shopping (laughs) 24-7. The life. (laughs) Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, finally, after, you know, getting pregnant, um, I was fine. I was, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life anyway. So I was okay because then we had our we had our first son or our second son. So I was okay giving him all of me. Nothing yeah. really started getting to me until we had our daughter because yeah. the change between one child to two is really hard. Um, yeah. And I just felt really guilty because she wasn't – like we weren't planning on having another one anytime soon. So – I wasn't ready to let go of my time with Daniel, who, you know, I'm obsessed. It's like, oh, it's too much. (laughs) Okay. Give us the reference. I know there's a a TV character that you usually reference from. Beverly Goldberg. You have to watch it. Beverly Goldberg on the Goldbergs is. Okay. It's me now, but also in the future, even the sweaters uh, is me now. (laughs) 100%. Look her up. Look her up and see like how she is with her child. Yes. And just like that is Jamie's character. It is. Who she embraces. It's too much. Who she identifies. To the point where I'm actually listening to, I was listening to a sermon and he was talking about how detrimental a mama's boy or that, that type of mom could be to a husband to a father and really? to the decisions that they're going to make that in their life. Like it could really hurt them. And I'm like, man, like, and he gives examples or whatever, but um, I was like, dang, like I really have to dial it back, but also no. So um, okay. I'm also happy with where I'm at because here's the thing. I'm not as much like that with Victoria. And the only reason is because obviously, like, you know, my story, we lost our firstborn. So, you know, when Daniel came and he was okay after all the drama with him, you know, like, I'm just, that's just, that's him. Like my, you know, um, yeah. Victoria, she's my party girl. She's my, my buddy. Like (laughs) she's so cute. She's literally the sweetest little cutest face ever. She She is. She's, uh, she's, she's so sweet. She's very sweet until she's not. She's so and then sweet. you're just like. Oh, that's every kid. <laughs> what's happening? I'm like, I cannot. And we're so opposite. So I don't even know how to deal with her because we're so yeah. opposite. But um, but yes. So when Victoria was born, then I really started struggling because now we were like six, seven years in and he was a drill sergeant at the time. So he was never home. He never yeah. got a long weekend. He worked Thanksgiving. Like. 
it was me almost all the time once our moms left. And um, I started to get really bitter. Like, I just, I couldn't even, I didn't even, I was almost like, I can do this on my own. I don't need to be, I don't need a husband for what? He's never home. Clearly I'm showing, I'm proving that I can do this on my own, even though I'm (laughs) I'm miserable, but he's never home. So then I started from there to like be resentful, which is common for almost every wife at some point. For sure. Um, Or any stay at home at some point. But then... I was like really tired with Victoria and I was like, you know what? Like I just, I can't, I need something for myself. I cannot just be around like these kids 24-7 and then struggling between, well, they come first. No matter what, they come first. I have to take a back seat again and put what I want on the back burner until they're at least a little bit older. Yeah. Um. And so it was just like a up and down roller coaster of I'm okay with that. No, I'm not okay with that. I need to take care yeah. of myself, but do I have the time to give to starting my own business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally last year, you guys were actually visiting us. It was like that Valentine's weekend. Oh, Javi, yeah. Yeah. Javi got me the the laptop, the Mac or whatever. And when he gave it to me, I don't think he even said like happy Valentine's Day. It was just like no. here. So like you don't have any more excuses. Yeah. My one excuse was I, I need a good laptop for my business and, you know, to like study and do all that. So um, it's been did challenging. You, oh, go ahead. Did you feel like, no, I was going to just say, like, do you feel like that was in a way you felt like, okay, he's going to be supporting me in this? So that was like his way of kind of like encouraging you to do it. Had he encouraged you in the past? Like, oh, yeah. When you talked about it? He was always like, do it. Regardless of like being a sleep consultant or not. Anytime I, I said, oh, I might want to get a part-time, do it. Oh, I might want to yeah. do this, do it. Like, he, it was never him. It was yeah. just always me coming up with excuses and putting myself on the back burner and saying, no, you know, right now I think I just need to focus on being a wife. And then yeah. it was, I need to focus on being a mom, which is still my top two priorities, but... When you have your own business, you can you have to hustle really hard, but you can also pump the brakes and say, okay, like I'm done. I'm not. I'm putting my phone away. You know me. Yeah. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Don't nobody messages me. Don't talk to me. Oh my god. Don't text me. Don't call unless it's an emergency. Or and if it is, call Javi. He'll answer. I'm done. I'm not yeah. talking to anybody. Um, She's and not I, lying, guys. She's no. like what she's saying is 100 percent true. <laughs> Case of an emergency, don't call her. Nope. Because um, she is very, and she goes to bed very early. Yeah. She's been actually going, you've been actually going to bed a little bit later now. Girl, sometimes 11 o'clock and the other day it was like Who midnight. Is she? Because Who of the show I'm she? trying to catch up on. I just can't be like this. This life is hard. Oh my, and then she wakes up at like 5 a.m. I do. No matter what time I fall asleep, it's still like 5, 5, 15. Ugh. I know. Disgusting. And That's I'm disgusting. only one cup of coffee most of the time. What? I know. I don't know why. You're only doing one cup of coffee now? Yeah. Interesting. I just feel like it's so much more extra steps to make an iced coffee in the afternoon, which is what I like. Um, and sometimes it will um, it will keep me up. You need so. to like door dash yourself some coffee. So expensive. That's true because then they add like fees and stuff. Yeah, it'll be like $15 for a Dunkin'. Ugh. I know, it's ridiculous. It's just like $3. Exactly. So I just suffer the whole day. Oh, gosh. It's been getting do they better. Have like a, do they have an iced coffee machine that you can buy? I can, no, I make some in my coffee machine. It'll make iced oh, coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's that's just, right. That's right. It's really easy. It's just I get so busy that I just don't even pay attention. By the time I'm like, oh, yeah, let me make it. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm already not in the mood for it. Yeah. So I just stay quiet, um, tired until they go to bed. Like today they were bed at six forty-five. I said good night, y'all. That's amazing. See you in the morning. Don't I, bother me till seven in the I morning. I set the alarm. I set the alarm here, and I'm like Siri, set an alarm. Oops, oh, she's. I don't want to activate her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I tell her to set an alarm. She does. The kids know when it goes off. Like, go potty, brush your teeth, do what you gotta do. Like, Back it's time for bed. Yep. And sometimes it's a little bit before seven, and that's fine. And that's the okay. sun is still out. And Jackson will tell me. And I'm like, don't worry about the sun. The sun is going to bed too. It's okay. That's right. It's just taking his time like you, honey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but- okay. So you started your business. Now you're in you're in what year of your marriage when you started Eight. it? Oh, when I started so, it, we were at so seven. year seven. Yeah. Okay. So what does like what does it look like for you now that you're like okay I put well actually tell me this what was your kind of like your aha moment to say like 
okay, Javi gave me this laptop now. What was that? Like, what step did you take at that point to actually start? And was that scary for you? It wasn't scary for me because I had been wanting to do it for a long time. I researched it for, you know, since Daniel was a baby, I had been researching it. So it wasn't scary. It was just, and my problem is I'm one of those people, I dive in. I say yes yeah. to a whole bunch of things that things that I don't even know. And I'm like, I am guess I'm just going to have to figure this out. Like, yeah. okay, I'll figure it out as I go along. I'll research so that I'm prepared. Um, so I didn't really know what I was getting into business-wise. And I didn't know how expensive it was going to be. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what bothers me the most. It's not the hustle. It's the all the expenses that go into, you know, I've been working for a year with this. And I have yet to pay myself. Everything's going yeah. right back into the website or, you know, um, marketing, things like that, which is fine. It's common for most people anyway. Here. Um, for sure. But when he got me the laptop, it was more of, you know me, now we have to pay for the certification. And so yes. then that became my next excuse. Was That was a huge thing for you too. Yeah. You know, I don't like spending money and it's not yes. cheap. <laughs> You know, she it, was like, I'm going to do it now because there's a coupon <laughs> that they're offering, <laughs> like a discount code. <laughs> and that was true or not true. That's when you yeah, actually it is like, true. did exactly. it. Exactly. I got, yeah. oh, I got 500 or $600 off, I think. I think. When they offer you five or $600 off of a course, you know, you know that it's freaking expensive yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I had to do it because they were going to up their price. So I was like, oh, I'm not. Then I'm really never going to do it. And so, yeah. I mean, thankfully, financially, we were able to do it. It didn't credit card or anything um, that we would be paying off for like 50 years because I'm, I'm just paying the minimum. Um, oh, my it was, <laughs> it was, um It was, you know, we paid like right away. So, um, and then it took me, I think, like maybe three months to, to finish the certification because um, I wasn't playing around. Once I started, yeah. my whole life, like – was that the, the kids were both still napping at the time. So um, that would be my nap time. That would be me waking up early. That would be them. When they go to bed, I would focus on it because I wanted to get it done at a certain time. And you know what that's like. You have that girl, that goal. I think we, I'm pretty sure we started our certifications at the same time. And I literally <laughs> took a year, a year and a half. No, no, you were talking <laughs> about it. Mine. No, you talked about it. Once you really buckled down, you did it. You didn't take I a year. I did. Well, it was... I, it took a long time. It took a lot longer than I thought it was going to take, but that's, you know, that's just life. It's fine. I mean, um, no, you have you, three you kids and you have you did it fast. your jobs. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it was something that I, I liked the idea of it because I could set my own hours, set the days I wanted to work, say, okay, I only want to work with X amount of families a month. So yeah. it was all what I wanted to do, not what somebody else wanted to do. And, of course, there's plus and minuses with that because you don't work, you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's going well and I'm able to focus. Like now I'm starting, now that I understand reels, I feel like it's taking up my whole life and I can't stand it. Doing the reels and I stuff? I cannot stand it. First of all, you feel you, stupid, okay? Do you feel like you've gotten a lot of business from it though? Like um, does it, or, not or exposure? So I would not say business, but exposure. Exposure, yeah. One of my videos has over 14,000 views. And I'm like, I'm almost positive that's viral, but I don't know what you have to hit to go viral. I mean, Um, I don't know. I think I would consider anything over 5,000 to me, but I'm not an influencer, so I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I don't really know, but I know that it has, you know, um, a lot. Uh, And so it's definitely gotten me more exposure, um, but... So it's worth it in that sense because even when I do like, you know, regular like slides like of just information, those don't get yeah. any hits. It's always the reels, which is why sure. I stick to it because nobody yeah. really wants to like sit and read, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But you feel so stupid and it's so time consuming. I'm like, I, I don't, don't do them. Daniel um, does them all the time. I know. He comes up with the first thing when I open TikTok because we're friends. It says oh, one Lord. of your friends posted a video and it's always him or, um, or Suli. I'm or, like, oh, let me see uh, what and they your posted. Husband. Your husband is TikTok famous. Do you want to talk about that or no? <laughs> no, because he hasn't made a TikTok video in forever. <laughs> so no. No, he has, he has like a so many. <laughs> he has so no, but he has a lot of followers, which Does is he? the crazy thing. I don't even know. Yes. Oh my gosh, let me look it up real quick. Uh, no, I hate TikTok because once you open it, then it starts making noise. But well, well, it's it's yeah. well over five thousand. No think. way. I think so. I'm almost positive. Well, I don't even post – I don't even use TikTok for my business, even though I have it for my business. 
Mm-hmm. I do it on Instagram because I get more um, views through Instagram than I do TikTok. Let me see. Get up really quick. He has 5,674 ah, followers. Mira, he's he going to bring in some money, start endorsements. <laughs> he needs to post for you. That's what he needs to do. Well, originally I was telling him, you know, how I would have to learn. And, you know, me and technology just do not mm-hmm. mix well. And he, <laughs> so he's the one that taught me, you know, about the hashtags. And I'm like, so we don't call them pound signs anymore. They're not number signs. And he's nope, like, no, they're nope. hashtags. I'm like, okay. So funny. And, you know, like how to get the most hits and things. So he helped me at the beginning. Um, That's good. Yeah. So it's it's a learning cur- curve. Yeah, learning curve. Um, But, I mean, once I get to where I want to be, then I know, okay, these are the things that I don't have to take on anymore, you know? Yeah. Right yeah. now, your first year, you kind of do whatever. For sure, because you need to get the exposure, definitely. Right. Um, so what... What, do, what would you say are some things that you had to make a conscious decision about when you were like, okay, I'm going to, now it is my turn. Now it is my turn. I know you went through this whole phase of like bitterness and frustration of, it wasn't your turn. It wasn't, you were focusing on Javi's career. You guys were moving a lot, uh, especially in the beginning of your marriage. You've already lived in Georgia, Hawaii, Texas, now back to Texas, Virginia. Yeah. So you guys have been all over the place in a short amount of time. Um, So what was like after you worked through those feelings of like, okay, this is not it. This is not my time. What like what were some active steps that you did to actually put yourself first and put your business, you know, in the front on the front burner, I would say, instead of the back? I think part of it was having a real conversation with Javi and saying this is like this is what it's going to cost. Yeah. And thankfully at the beginning they said this is what it can cost you to build a website for your um for your business also. Like they already kind of had kind of an idea um of yeah. what you would be spending aside from the certification. So I went with him and I've always been that way. These are this is the whole information. Let's make a a choice, a decision on mm-hmm. what's right in front of us. And um and him always just being like, I'm not the one that's worried about the finances. Like that's yeah. that's you. So I don't have a problem with it. He's like, do it for you. Like you talk about it all the time. You already know things without being certified. Make it official. Yeah. Do it, you know, and stop you know, like stop stressing out about it. Just just do it. We're all gonna be fine. You're not gonna let the family fall through the cracks. Mm-hmm. Um, which was what made me nervous. Yeah. Uh, and I almost felt bad, like, wanting it for myself, you know, because I'm like, oh, yeah. I just, the most important job really is to be a mom. Um, and being a military spouse is no joke. Like, it's yeah. hard. So, you know, I just felt bad wanting to do it for myself. Um, but. Well, how did you process that? Like, once Oh, you- I talked to my dad. Oh, yeah. Her dad is, um, yeah. a.k.a. her pastor, her therapist, <laughs> her best friend, her go-to, her protector, That's her right. guidance. That's right. And um, Literally everything. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> I was fine up until he answered the phone. I'll never forget it. And then I just started, like, bawling. And he's oh like, God. what? Like, automatically he was like, what's wrong? And I just, I don't remember what. You scared what him, I, probably. <laughs> I know. Because I, like, never really call like that. And I was yeah. holding myself together, but just hearing him fall apart and then he was like very he was like almost mad at me because he's you know puppy's very black and white so it came off like he was mad at me he probably was um you know but he basically said this is going to be the last time we're going to have this conversation like you cannot you know be goo goo gaga all day you're going to wither away you need to use your brain like mm. you're still going to be a good mom you're still going to be a good wife you know but you being miserable that's going to make you a bad wife and that's going to make you a bad mom you know yeah. so do what you're going to do get it done and we're never going to talk about this again yeah and I was like I think a lot of people struggle with that though because it is there's the mom guilt is so real but also yeah. too like I've talked about this before where it's just like if you're not if you yourself are not in a good place like there's absolutely no way that you can be the best mom that you can be. There's no way you can be the best wife, the best friend, anything, because you yourself are like so burdened and so just like, like consumed Mm -hmm. with this feeling of like, I feel so guilty and this and that. And it's just like the moment you're able to kind of set that aside and say, you know what? 
yes, my family relies on me, but I'm going to learn to balance this and I'm going to do the best that I can and set a boundary with yourself and be able to say like, I'm going to dedicate X amount of time to my business. I'm going to dedicate X amount of time to my children throughout the day. And even if that means like working your business at night, working it when they go to bed, when they're not home, things like that. Um, but no, your dad is absolutely right. Like stop talking about it and just like execute it you Yeah, because nothing is going to fall apart. Like we make up these things in our head and it's just like, it's going to be fine. They're still <laughs> going to be alive. They're going to be fed. Yes. They're going to be loved. Right. Yes. Yeah. And what's funny, you said something like the mom guilt. I've been really thinking about this a lot every time it creeps in because I was watching and I don't remember their names, but it's these two Christian moms and they, they have a podcast, but also they just... They write their own books and everything. And one of them was talking about how society is always talking about like this mom guilt, mom guilt. And she's like, she's like, that's not mom guilt. She's like, you know what that is? That's the enemy. The enemy is bringing on the guilt. Now, if it's yeah. bringing conviction, that when you're talking about change, then that's from the Lord. But this mom mm-hmm. guilt, she, they, she's like, we need to start re- like reframing what we're thinking because that's bringing yeah. shame and that's not from the Lord. So you need yeah. to like quiet that voice. And hmm, I remember hearing that's that. So good. Yeah, I remember hearing that, and I'm like, because I just feel guilty about everything. I'm like, did I give did I give enough kisses today? Who the heck cares if I didn't give enough kisses? But yeah. in my head, I'm like, I don't think I told them I love them enough. I I really don't. And I'll tell Javi, do you think they love me? And he's oh like, my gosh. like they're a, like Victoria will knock it off for you, and you know how Daniel is. Like yeah. you're too much on him, where he needs yeah. space. So yes, they know that you like they love you. They know that you love them, but you know. My mind is always, is it, am I doing enough? Even now with, I mean, Daniel's going to be four this month. And, mm-hmm. you know, now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, mommy's going to work. Victoria's napping. Yeah. I have spent half of that time of her nap with you. I'm going to take this last of the half for me. It's quiet time. So yeah. grab your snacks. You can sit next to me if you want, but I cannot play with you. I cannot run around. Mommy's doing work. Mm-hmm. And he understands that. You know, yeah, and, and so that's good. It's good for him too. Like, they also need their quiet time. They also need time right. to like learn how to be with themselves and process things on their own mm-hmm. and have independence and right. things like that. So it's not always like us having to like be on top of them because again, then we're not. How do they learn how to do things on their own? Exactly. If we're so quick to do everything for them. So right. I'm I'm working on that with Levi because. You know, he's just my baby. And I know. It's hard. I know. And he, like, will refuse to say that he's a big boy. So if you ask oh, him, really? like, are you a baby or a big boy? He's like, no, I'm a baby. Oh. I'm like, no, you're a big boy. He's like, no. He gets, like, offended if Aww. you call him a big boy. So I Let just him be a baby. That. And Daniel's like, he's like, you're enabling him. He needs to do things on his own. It's just like, so no. hard. I just I love, love him so much. He's so freaking cute. It's so hard um, to let go and... Well, especially for you, he's your last one. So it's like yes. once he's fully independent, you're like, what am I – like I just – I can't even know. Like what am I here for? <laughs> yeah. Just take me now, Lord. Oh, <laughs> my, my time gosh. Is done. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, it's it's just crazy. But I think I think it's good that you're dad – and sometimes you need that. You need somebody oh, yeah. who's going to – I think that's important too, to have people in your life that are going to just like talk straight to you. Not like coddle you through these feelings. Of course, be sensitive to those who need it. But there are people who are just like blunt that you can be blunt with. And some people need that. They need to just be like, you know, not not feeling less, Jamie. Not like I was just going to say, you know, I'm very like, blunt. <laughs> yeah. Jamie doesn't really know how to deliver like sensitive news or anything like that. So not that. But like, yeah. like somebody who's going to be like, no, you got this. You can do this. No more excuses. Yeah. Like, just freaking pay for the class and just do it. Like, yeah. You need that sometimes. And that's how I respond to situations. Like if I'm being boohoo about it, I don't want somebody to come at me talking about like feelings. I don't like yeah. that at all. Like I yeah. respond to black and white because I've been raised that way. Like that's how mm-hmm. my dad always is. So I respond really well to that. So, yeah, you know, um, now, of course, like you said, I take it the, the opposite way where I'm just not, I'm not good at all when it comes to <laughs> delivering messages. Um, yeah. But that's how I respond. So, you know, I appreciate it when when he's like that and that's who he is. Like, he doesn't care. 
if you're going to be upset at what he has to say, that's just, he's just going to say it and that's the way it's going to be. But that's why you go to him. Right. That's why you go to him. Yeah. Because you, you need that, like, guidance and you need that, like, just shoot it to me straight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not um, everybody so after responds you, to that. Yeah. So after you had that conversation with your dad, then what, like, did you kind of, like, finally come to terms with it and be like, okay, this is, this is going to happen? Oh, yeah. And I had... I had my business name already done. Like, I had thought about it already. I had certain things that I already wanted to see and wanted to name and all of that. So once, basically, we talked about it and it was like, okay, we're good. We're going to, it's going to be paid for, all that stuff. I paid for it that night and I started that that next morning. And that was it. And I love it. It's, you know, you have a lot of haters, but oh, that's the all trolls. right. The yeah. Sleeps- the oh. sleep community trolls. Girl, you don't you, <laughs> uh, you don't even know. I'm like, you guys are lucky that I'm not even like promoting the way we were raised because y'all would like throw a fit if you guys like. The drama in the sleep community is Moms real. Moms are so judgy. Well, I left the group this morning because another girl started in and I was like, I'm removing this temptation. I'm getting out. This group is so like these women are awful. I don't even know where oh, South no. Austin is. I know it's Austin. I don't know what part counts as South Austin. But those moms Jeez. were in that in that group page. They were vicious, not vicious to mm-hmm. me in general, but like, you know. And I don't like just that. anyone posting stuff. Yeah, they're just very quick if they don't like what somebody anybody has to post. Was it just like a mom group, or was it like it's a mom specifically group. for like sleep study? No, I mean, it's a mom sleep group. consultant. Oh, okay. So goodness gracious! Yeah, I'm like, wow. Like, you don't really know what somebody's struggling with. Like, what if that mom is really struggling? You don't know. And with anything. And they're just like yeah. so judgy about everything, whether vaccines, no vaccines, or medication, no medication, just everything. I'm like, if you don't agree with it, shut up. Move on. If yeah. it's not physical, emotional abuse, mental abuse, move on. What does it matter to you what that mom does with their child? Yeah. You're not the I one raising it. Yeah. That's the culture. That's the culture that we're in right now where it's like you just can't agree to disagree. And yeah. that's just so stressful. Or you um, can't ignore. Just scroll. Keep scrolling. You don't yeah. have to engage at all. Like fun people are funny yeah um okay so how do you feel now that you're like fully in this uh outside of the days where you feel like you're not doing enough with your kids or whatever but like as an overall like do you feel like you've stepped into a new season of your life yeah I do and I feel I'm so so cheesy but like, I don't even know what other word to use, but like an identity, right? Mm. Like I'm not just, which I find stupid because at the end of the day, I am okay being just a wife. I am okay being just a mom. Those are the two most important jobs I'm ever going to have. Like the yeah. Lord's not going to ask me, what'd you do with your business? Yeah. How many yeah. families did you serve? He's going to judge me and look at me and say, okay, like these are the things, like these are the things that matter. You're, what did you teach your kids about me? What did you, you know, teach them about how to handle life and how were you with the husband that I gave you? And like, those are the things that matter. Yeah. Um, and I, but I feel good because I have something that's my own yeah. and I don't have to share it with anybody. Um, it, I can do what I want with it. I can work when I want, I can shut it off when I want mm-hmm. to. So I feel really good about it. It's, it's like, uh, I hate this word again, but empowering. <laughs> I, we need to put new words out there, people, because I feel like they've been used way too much and now it just disgusts me to use it. But that's the only yeah. word I can come up with. Yeah. You know? That's um, good, though. Yeah, because it's it's mine. Yeah. You know? So it's I love it. It's, you know. and I, think, I think that's the beauty of, like, stepping into a season when it is your turn and being yeah. able to say, like, okay, I'm going to do this for me and being able to see something flourish like that, you know, where you're just like, I started this from the ground up. Yeah. Now look where I'm at. I have, you know, clients and I have this. And, like, that's yeah. a good feeling. And that's it okay is. to feel that way, too, because when you think about it and you look at your kids and what you're showing them, it's not just what's coming out of your mouth, but also how you're executing. Your kids are going to look back and say, just like we do with our parents now, like, man, I always saw my parents hardworking. I yeah. always saw my parents giving us everything. I always saw my parents starting their own business. I always saw my parents, you know, and it's just like you are setting like groundwork for them too yeah. to be able to see, you know, their dad who has a successful military career and also their mom who's like a business owner. Like that's, yeah. 
that's amazing, you know, and to be able to have the flexibility to say, I have my own business, but I'm still going to be as present as I want to be with my kids too. Like that's, you can't, there's, there's no, you can't put a value on that at Mm -hmm. all at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think about that all the time for myself because I'm like, man, I would love to be in an office because like I miss people and I want to talk to people. (laughs) But at the end of the day, like I have time with my kids. Right. opportunity to grow something I uh, have opportunity to try different things to be with them to take them to school uh Jackson was like I want to ride the bus this year and I was like no oh my gosh I'm gonna drive you like I want to drive <laughs> you like this is this is why I'm home like there's and I right. try to we try to always remind Jackson like there's so many kids who don't see their parents until it's almost bedtime right and that was me like when I used to work in an office like we used to get out of work at six o'clock. And as much as I loved that job, I had great bosses. It was a great office. Like getting home at six o'clock to then, or getting out at six, driving 45 minutes home, you're getting home at almost seven. So, so then you're having eat, dinner cook. and putting your kids to yeah. bed. Yeah. You know? And that's what my life was with Noah. And I'm so fortunate that now with Levi and Jackson, I was able to have a totally different experience. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as you build your own business and as you put yourself first in that sense, when you say first, I mean, it's kind of like you're not putting yourself above. Right. I don't really like that phrase, to be honest. But like when you give yourself your moment. Yourself. Okay, yeah. And yeah. when you invest in yourself, like yeah. you are not only doing it for you, but also for your children. So I definitely True. think that there shouldn't be a guilt associated with that. And I hate that so many people do tie right. guilt to, you know, accomplishing Wanting something, something more. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, now if the tables turn and you're busy nonstop to where you can't be there for your family, then that's something that you need to look at. But, yeah. you know, a part-time or you're starting your own business or things like that, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm with Daniel and I'm like, man, I really need to get – I, I need to get something done. I need to make a reel. I've put him in two of my reels and I just have him mm-hmm. acting silly and I base it around what he's doing, yeah. you know, and then he looks back on it. He's like, oh, mommy, that's for work. I'm like, yeah, Papa, that's yeah. for my job. And he's like, oh, I look so adorable. And I'm like, yes, you do. You know, you're perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's so into himself. I love he it. He really is. Um, but, you know, so like involving your kids in little things that you can do too, they really like that. And the times where I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like I just, I want to have my own, like my own money. I want to get a, mm-hmm. a paycheck that like I earned. Um, I was always like thinking, man, you know, but then I would, I wouldn't be here for certain things that they're doing. Maybe I would have missed the first time one of them walked or I would have missed the first yeah. word or something because somebody else is taking care of them, you know, mm-hmm. and thankfully we've been blessed enough to where I don't have to work like that, where I'm, yeah. I can be home and... Those are the things that I remind myself of and that I've spoken to some of like the other military wives about like you're they're only going to be little for so long and it for goes sure. by so fast even though the days feel like they're never ending. Mm-hmm. It's going to go by so fast and you have the opportunity to be able to see all of that happen where other moms, they don't get, mm-hmm. they don't get that. They have to work, you yeah. know, or they want to, but they're just mm-hmm. not able to be around for all those things that can only happen once, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've been on both sides of the coin with that. Like with Noah, I was blessed to have a family member be able to take care of him, but I definitely missed out on so much stuff going potty training him, which I was grateful. I missed out on girl. Um, bless her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just like, that was fine. <laughs> That's like the um, one thing I like, think every parent is like, yes, I would love to miss that. <laughs> like, definitely. Um, but little stuff like walking, crawling words, like all that stuff is like, you, you just, it sucks. It sucks yeah. to miss out on that stuff. If that's what you care about. But do um, you remember Noah's first word? I don't. Because I was dada. I was present and I still don't remember their, none of their first words. And I was here. Yeah. I think I it don't. was probably dada, to be honest. That's like every kid's first word. But I, I think heard, it's just because it's easy to say. Well, I heard that it's because they, which I don't obviously know like how, I feel like some stuff people say is mumbo jumbo. But the reasoning is that they look at mom as a part of themselves. 
So they mm. don't call mom because they're so attached, right? They're from the womb and all that. They look at them as a part of themselves that the first person they recognize who is not their mom, not themselves basically, is their dad. Mm, I like that. So I like that reasoning. You know. Makes us feel better. No, I'm almost positive it was data too because even when they just babble, it always sounds like Dada. Dada first, yeah. I'm like, daddy's deployed. Like, he ain't here. It's me. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> he was and gone. I feel like I feel like the M is always like hard for them to like form, I right. think, a little bit more, but it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, I wonder if dads ever get like I have to ask Daniel. No. Like, do they ever get like dad guilt to like go to work? Like, probably not. Probably not. I you don't know, like, think we, so. We I think, think they're, they're not wired that way. But we think through all this stuff for us, and it's like, oh, I want to start a business. I want to go to work. I want to do this. And it's like, and then we automatically feel bad because we're like, well, then I'm going to miss this. I wonder if dads, like, care about that. I'm going to have to do, like, a poll. Maybe do a and poll. And ask the dads that, like, I don't, follow us. <laughs> I mean, I know that they're like, oh, I know that, like, oh, I missed out on that. Or, like, they have their moments, but I don't think that they feel that pressure of, but it no. doesn't drive them to no. not do something. No. Yeah. It wouldn't even drive like... them to wash the dishes, much less like. <laughs> <laughs> it literally drives them to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. And which is, I feel like it's, it's so freeing. I imagine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I wish. I, I wish, wish I could be like that. But then, you know, somebody has to be the one because there has to be one of each because you yeah. both can't be, you know, stressed out about. Am I doing enough? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? Um, For sure. Well, I have heard Daniel tell me that sometimes. Like, there's times where he'll be like, man, I feel like I feel like I, I didn't – not that I didn't do enough. What's the phrase that he uses? Like, I don't know. He'll kind of feel bad, like, during the day if he didn't get enough, like, time to, like, dedicate or if he was super busy uh, with work or a project or whatever. He's kind of like, I feel kind of bad that I didn't get to see the kids a lot or whatever. And I'm like – I don't feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad I feel for happy. me. I was here all day. <laughs> no, I mean, you go through those phases, of course. I wouldn't want to do that every day. Yeah. And I say that all the time. I'm like, I just want some time away. And then when I'm away, I feel bad sometimes. I know. Unless, it's, unless I'm on vacation, then I don't feel bad. Oh, see, I don't even know what a like, vacation bye, is. Bye. My vacation is every Saturday I hit Bible study and then hit up a Target after, <laughs> like, or the H-E-B and do some groceries that I don't even need just to see what's that's, new and spend too much money on groceries. That on sounds snacks. like a dream, honestly. And Every Saturday. I do it every Saturday. That's specifically one of the reasons why I chose my Bible study group because I was like, oh, it's a Saturday. Like, it's in the morning. I'm fresh. The other, all, mm-hmm. everything else was at night. And I, I, you know yeah. me, I can't function. Um, but I started doing that for myself. Mm-hmm. every Saturday I was like no I'm gonna and then I'm gonna stop somewhere else after you know Javi's got it like you know um they behave better with dads anyway than with mom so yeah they're very calm so I'm like all right I'm gonna leave you know that's like my new thing that I do for myself um that's great and I don't feel guilty but after like 12 o'clock like I still want to rush home to see Victoria before she takes her nap okay no so that's a good like middle ground though for you yeah. I like it works. That. I don't think that's bad. Yeah, and then I come home, and then she's napping, and then I get my one on Mommy Daniel time is what it's called. We get Mommy Daniel time, and we do whatever he wants to do because it's the weekend, so I don't work. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah, it works. Um, all right, so as we wrap up, tell me what is an encouragement that you would give somebody that is in the season of life that you were in in the beginning um, where you were frustrated or upset, um, or just feeling some type of way about not being able to pursue what you wanted to pursue at the time. So what is, I don't know, give me two or three things that you feel like would be a good encouragement to somebody who's in that season right now. I would say it's only temporary, um, to try and just enjoy, even even write down the stuff that your kids did that day, if, if it's because you have kids. All the yeah. little things that you caught on, you know, whether it was like they finally understood the color yellow after going over it a thousand times. You know, start mm. writing down the things that are making you happy throughout the day and the things that they are doing because you're the reason that they're there. So yeah. start writing down the things that are exciting to you, the things that you're being appreciative of. Um and read them at the end of the day because we get stuck on all the bad stuff. And there's a lot yeah. of stress when you have little kids at home. Um, so I would say do that. 
I would say find somebody that you can talk to that's not your husband because sometimes even though they mean well, they don't mm-hmm. understand. They will never yeah. understand, right? Yeah. They're, they're males. We're females. We're just built differently. Um, mm-hmm. So talk to somebody who is going to understand and who's going to hear you. And if they have to be brutally honest with you, um, that they have that that um, that capability of doing it, that you've given them the okay to, yeah. you know, uh, say their piece. Yeah. And I think just pray all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. pray, pray, pray. Even if you're mad, tell the Lord. He already knows anyway. Be like, Lord, yeah. I'm mad. And sometimes I've had to tell him, I'm mad at you. I don't even know why I'm mad at you. Well, I'm mad at you because you could fix it and you don't. Yeah. Right? Like, I know you're not a genie, but it would be really great. I remember I threw myself on the floor when Daniel was was a newborn. I threw myself on the floor. I'll never forget it. On the carpet. And I was crying. And I'm like, you parted the Red Sea. Why can't you make him sleep? I'll never forget that. And I just pictured Dang. the Lord, like, laughing at me. Like, this girl's so over the top, you know? <laughs> but I'm like, fix him. Like, fix him, you know? Um, not me. And that's the other yeah. thing that while you're praying, don't pray for the Lord to fix these kids. You're, they're kids. They're going to do what babies do. They're going to do what toddlers do. For they're sure. going to do what young kids do. Um, you're the one showing the example. And there's nothing yeah. better. You know, like the best way of seeing the ugliness in you is seeing it in your kid. That's the truth. Because I've learned a lot of ugly things about myself through Daniel because we're so much alike. And I'm like, yeah. I cannot believe like, is this what I'm like? And yeah. Hubby's like, yes. And I'm like, this is terrible. I need to change this about myself. Um, so pray That's and pray that, you know, though. like, Lord, like, tell him, you know, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at me or whatever. Just be honest with respect, you know, and yeah. um, and just, like, open up your heart and tell him, like, these are the things that I'm struggling with. And then for him to work in you, not your kids, because. Yeah. And then through you. While he's working in you and you start to change, they start to see the change and feel the change as well because they pick up on a lot. Yep. So. Definitely. Those would be my favorite. I've heard it before. You're the thermostat of your home. Oh, yeah. So when you're good, everybody's good. Everybody's good. When you're not, nobody is and nobody's safe. No, I know. Exactly. And You have to like set that for your home, you know, and be able to like say, okay, this this is how I want to you know, turn this around or this is the way that I want this to go and, yeah. you know, kind of navigate from there. But, yeah. um, awesome. I feel like this was great. Thank you. Like, this was great. Thank <laughs> you for sharing your experience. I know that you are still in this process of your military wife journey. Yeah. And you're going to probably move to one more place before settling somewhere. Yeah. Um, right. You guys yeah. are going to have one more move. That's the, well, I would like to stay here till he's done at least, but we'll see. But definitely at least one more. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Before you settle in South Carolina, hopefully. I told him Texas is out of the question apparently. So I was like, well, fine. Georgia, North, South. That's Georgia, my, North, South. My next, my next one, but not Florida. So <laughs> oh, God. So get licensed in Georgia just in case. Oh, I have to look and see, actually. Or I can refer you. We'll figure it out. Let me know. Um, all right. Awesome. Well, I'm going to have, Jay, I'm going to post your business information for any of the tired mamas who are listening okay. to this, who are interested in sleep training. Sure. But just drop your Instagram handle really quick, just so that people can, if they're listening, they can look it up or go from there. But it'll be in the bio as well. So okay. tell them where they can find you. It's at Little Ones Sleep Society on Facebook and Instagram. And then littleonessleepsociety.com. Perfect. And then if you decide that you want to do it, speak to me directly and we'll get you that As Told by Moms discount. I'm all about saving yes. money, honey. We're yes. all saving Use money. Use that code. <laughs> Use that code As Told by Moms. Um, that's very exciting. Thank you so much for, like I said, sharing your experience, being open and honest and just you know, remember people that it's only for a season and that's okay. Pray about it and have somebody that you can go to That's right uh, for encouragement and to just shoot it straight to you. Exactly. Thank you for having me.
I love it. Yes. Thank you. Um, thanks guys for listening. I appreciate it so much. We look forward to the next episode, which is going to be our final episode of season one. I know I'm so excited. Um, it's going to be great. And then we're going to just take a little break and then jump in for season two. So I'm excited. Um, don't forget to share this podcast. You can share it on our social media. You can find us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Amazon Music. I literally never say it correctly. Never once, I don't think, have I ever said all of them correctly. Like, where you can find me. I'm on freaking episode nine and I cannot get it together. Anyways, you're everywhere, girl. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music is where you can find us. Share this podcast, like it, love it, leave a review um, about how amazing it is. And yeah, so thanks for tuning in, guys. And we'll be back in a few weeks with our final episode of season one. Thanks for tuning in.